I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Socially Modern Podcast. We're so happy you're here today. (laughs) (laughs) That one made me laugh a little bit. (laughs) I know. I just added a little bit of uh, in there. You were singing. I love it. A little bit. Yeah. Good job. Well, today's episode is another Q&A. We haven't done one in a while. Jesse brought up that fact. And so, yeah, we are excited. We have some really good questions. Yes. Looking forward to answering. I know. I always love it. And I love that, like, people will ask us kind of a variety of questions. So it's not all real estate. It's not all personal life. It's like a good mix of the two. Definitely. I'm excited. Should we jump in? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. So the first question that we're just picking these just randomly just now. Um, Guilty pleasure you spend money on, but know it's wasteful. Mine's Starbucks. (laughs) That was the question. Um, I don't know. I would probably have to say the same thing. Like I have the Starbucks app and I constantly find myself refilling, like reloading that card all the time. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, yeah, that's bad. Um, I've been trying really hard lately not to just like go to Target out of nowhere and just like load up my cart (laughs) or same with Amazon too. Like if I don't have a use for something in my Amazon cart or on an Amazon list or something like that, then I usually just like won't buy it. Uh, that's good of you. I am not that great. (laughs) I will totally be like, yeah, I totally need this. Amazon has it and just like go and buy it. Buy it right now. Um, but I would have to say, I agree with this person's question and they, they had said that their guilty habit or guilty pleasure was Starbucks. But that's totally me. I feel like you're even worse I'm than me. I'm so bad about Starbucks, but I just, I don't, I don't care. I literally <laughs> yesterday had said, um, my toxic trait is thinking that I need to buy an iced coffee every single time I go show houses. Right. It could be like two in the afternoon and I'm like, yeah, I could mm. totally do coffee right now. Oh, I should swing by Starbucks on my way yes. out. Yes. <laughs> like I want to have an iced coffee with me whenever I'm showing houses. Yep. So it is just one of those things. Yeah. I do. (laughs) But whatever. It makes me happy. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Which sounds silly, but it's true. Yeah. Or like for me, sometimes it's like getting my nails done. Like I love getting my nails done. I don't love bare nails anymore. And... But it, it really is just kind of like a waste. I don't know. It looks it looks nice. They but look I don't know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I guess I could say that about a lot of my beauty things. But yeah. If it's important, important to you, if it's important to you, then spend money on it. Like exactly. If it makes you feel good, spend the dollars. Then spend do the money. Obviously, if if like you financially can afford it. But <laughs> <laughs> right. There was definitely a time where I didn't get my nails done. Yep. But I do now. Yep. Because I can. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. So let's see. One of these other questions says, would you ever move from Arizona? And right now, 
I cannot see myself moving from Arizona. I can see myself having a different vacation homes. Mm-hmm. I would love to be a snowbird. Like, yeah. Can I be a snowbird at, in my 30s? Right. Um, and if you're not aware of what a snowbird is, I feel like everybody knows this, right? But maybe it's an Arizona thing. It, it is an Arizona thing. Okay. As well, a non-Arizona Someone native. will like move, come to Arizona just for the great weather throughout most of the year. And then in the summers... Most people, they snow, they are snowbirds. They leave for the summer when it's hot. Yeah. Um, they go somewhere where it's cooler and then they come here in the winter when it's awesome, better, better weather. Mm-hmm. So anyways, yeah, I could totally see us. We always, I know you have that same goal too. Like mm-hmm. it would be awesome to just vacation somewhere else for a bit in the summers with yeah. my kids. So yeah. no, um, being in real estate too, I'm like, my business is here. I'm very grounded in where I'm at. It's it just is. Yeah. I'm the same. Um, I don't think I'll ever have my primary residence outside of Arizona. And I definitely want to get like a summer house in Utah. Like that, that's always been a goal of mine and my husband's is to have a house, a second house in Utah, but yeah, primarily staying in Arizona. Arizona it is. (laughs) Yes. How do you like to time block your day slash week? So for me, I usually like to take a look at my next week's calendar, either on like the previous Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And I'll take a look at the calendar. I'll make sure that I have, um, like, for example, I think we talked about this on one of our most recent episodes, but I will put like drive time on my appointments. So like I'll go through my week and make sure I have drive time put in there so that people can't like butt up an appointment with me with another appointment. So I like to do it in advance of the week and I'll just take a look. And if there's maybe something that I know I need to get done, maybe I'll time block for it, or maybe I'll just create like a to-do list or something for that week and just kind of slowly knock it off. And I, I feel like I really can't plan out my week Um, I kind of do it in two different phases. Yeah. (laughs) I have like my week days slash weekend days, which are different for us in real estate. So Mm -hmm. like, that's true. I have like my Monday through Wednesday or Thursday schedule. And then Friday on Thursday, I plan for Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Because that's my showing days. And I usually don't know what I'm showing or who I'm showing. Yeah. You know, I have an idea, but I don't know what that's going to look like yet. Yeah, it's true. And so, yeah, I'll plan it out in two different ways. Um, But I definitely try and time block. I did put into my calendar, um, you know, like I have reminders, like getting up and going to bed. And Mm -hmm. um, I try to be better about that because I'm a night owl. So I can definitely like go past when I say I should be going to bed. Yeah. Um, But I do. I plan out that stuff. I've been homeschooling my kids this last year. So Mm -hmm. I've had to rearrange a couple of times of like when we're doing our homeschool hours. Yeah. So I time block that. And then of course, as you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast, but we also utilize something called Calendly. So people Mm -hmm. can book calls with us for home buying, selling, um, or to be a part of the main bill and co group. Yeah. And, um, so that I have also time blocked only in certain times on certain days. And so that can change as well. But for the most part, I would say we're very organized. Yeah. Um, both of us kind of run the same similar 
uh, schedule in a sense. Like we yeah. use our Google calendar mm-hmm. and that's Bible pretty much. Yeah. If it's not on the calendar. It is not happening. Yeah. Um, so many times I have someone message me, they're like, Hey, can we do this on this day? And I'm like, if it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. Can you send yeah. me an invite? Mm-hmm. Send me an invite. Yep. <laughs> Jesse knows that too. Live and die by my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had to reopen my phone. Sorry. Okay. Um, if you weren't in real estate, what would you want to do? Uh, this is hard because I do feel like real estate has, like, I don't know, it fills a lot of cups for me. Yeah. Um, but I've always said if I wasn't doing real estate, um, I could see myself being some type of um, business mentor or coach, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of, I'm fulfilling anyways. Um Otherwise, if it was like totally different, I would do something in graphic design probably. Yeah. I could, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know for me, it'd probably be something along the lines of like teaching or coaching or something like that. I knew like from the get go from college slash my first corporate job, I just knew that corporate life wasn't for me. I didn't want to climb that ladder. I wanted more freedom in my schedule because I have other aspirations that I want to achieve and stuff. So it'd be something that allows me to, I mean, honestly, my checklist when I was like trying to find the right fit, my checklist was I wanted a flexible schedule. I wanted unlimited earning content earning. I like add combined like earning an income (laughs) right then. Um, I wanted unlimited earning potential as long as I was willing to work for it because I knew it would not come easily. Right. Um, And I, I, you know, of course wanted something that would help people to help people because that's just in my nature is helping people and stuff like that. And definitely real estate definitely checked off all those boxes. I mean, I do have a flexible schedule. I do work a lot of weekends, um, but I have I can earn as much as I want to. I'm not capped and I can help people. I help people transition in and out of a really in and out of certain chapters of life, you know? Right. So it just works out. See? And maybe that's you got that's our passion, obviously. <laughs> We've done done well in real estate and it's because it does check a lot of the boxes that we that fulfills us. Mhm. So, uh favorite food? Okay. I am a Mexican food lover. Mm-hmm. I love all things Mexican food. Um, but mostly I just love chips and salsa. <laughs> <laughs> chips and salsa and a margarita and I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. about you? For me, I love pizza. Pizza. All yeah. things pizza. Like there, and there are so many good pizza places here. Um, but I just love, I love a good pizza just I agree oh. that's definitely a close second for me yeah I, l- I really like Mexican food though too and so in, to and here in Arizona you have really good Mexican food good good options out here yes love it how have you stepped outside of your comfort zone adapted and changed this year oh this year has been 2021 has been very different from 2020 business-wise for me um 2020, I hit my stride in like March, April, and then I had pretty consistent, a pretty consistent pipeline through 2020. 
And coming into 2021, I was super excited because I had a really good year in 2020. I was super stoked to just continue that. And then it's just the market got really difficult for my ideal clients. And I've had a lot of people drop off. I've had a lot of people end up not buying or just getting discouraged just because it's been so crazy. And so I've had to adapt, honestly, a a little bit of my ideal clients, I think. I still primarily work with first-time home buyers, but now I'm trying to work with a lot more sellers and things like that because right now is a really good time to sell. Definitely. Um, So kind of adapting my content strategy for my potential clients. Um, Of course, adapting to the market itself. It's been crazy (laughs) and really difficult. Um, And then just trying to step out of my comfort zone and finding other ways to maybe attract clients or grow like our main villain co-group and things like that. Just trying to find other ways to do that. Definitely. Um, I actually have recently adapted to the crazy market where um, we're making an update to like our home buying and selling guides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, you know, we can never be complacent in any market. It's always shifting. Uh, things are always changing. Uh, and that's also why I love real estate is that it's never boring. Yeah. <laughs> You're always figuring out something new. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, recently we, we talked about this, you and I, which was we needed to, to, you know, better help prep our buyers yeah. for this market. And that maybe even looks like reaching out to us sooner. Mm-hmm. And what else does that look like, you know, in our specific market to where we can help them, you know, kind of thing. And so all of that is being updated and implemented into our new home buying guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that way our clients are better equipped for yeah. this market. Better informed, better educated. Yeah. They have uh, more realistic expectations of the market. It's super important that we educate our clients and, and not very many agents are doing that. Are, are actually prepping people and having the hard conversations. Like there have been plenty of people where I have been legit, like now may not be the right time for you to purchase. Right. And people might think that that's crazy because I'm like turning away a client. But at the end of the day, it's not worth my time, nor is it worth their time and energy to go out and search for a home when they're maybe not qualified or they're qualified in a pre in a range that's incredibly difficult. Maybe they don't have the cash that they need to really be competitive. And then we're just going out and wasting our time looking at all these homes. They're getting their hopes up. I'm spending money on. Um, I was going to say was spending gonna money say on gas. gas, but I can't <laughs> say that anymore because I drive a Tesla. Oh, um, Tesla. But I mean, I still have to plug it in, but spending my time, you know, and right. weekends being out and showing these clients, like it's not worth it. And I would rather save both you and I the trouble of having a really difficult time getting under contract versus renew your lease for a year. And let's prep you. Let's get you ready. Let's, you know, let's boost your credit, maybe get you in a better interest rate credit score range. Maybe let's have a realistic save some, savings, some cash set aside you know, just so that you're a little bit more prepared when the time comes. Exactly. But it's just, I don't see the point in wasting anybody's time doing that. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah, I think of course that's, that's our biggest, 
you know, adapting moment throughout this last year was just how crazy our market has been. Yeah. Um, and, and learning a lot. I honestly feel like I've had to push myself out of my comfort zone. I remember telling you like, oh my gosh, there are like a post possession, you know, or something like that. If you're in real estate, then you'll understand this conversation a little bit. But, (laughs) um, you know, I used to think when I first started real estate, like, why would I ever need to do like that, you know, or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And now like those types of things are being implemented and used. And so, um, just figuring out how to best still protect my buyers and how to best get the best deal for my sellers. And so like, yeah, it's just been a lot of learning and growing and, um, it's, it doesn't always necessarily feel enjoyable in the moment, but it's definitely brought a lot of growth to us as, as mm-hmm. realtors, to be honest. Um, and I like that I've been able to learn a lot about all of these contingencies that I've never yeah <laughs> really had to like, <laughs> yeah. our nine pages of the contract here in Arizona, you know, sometimes it was just like stuff that you're like, oh yeah, it's in the contract, but it never really like mattered. Yeah. But now it matters. Yep. So, <laughs> so it's been good to like figure out when these sort of things apply. Mm-hmm. Right. And we've talked about this, like right now for new agents, it's like, you're learning so you're learning much. so much because it's not just like a basic contract because especially if you're a buyer's agent you have to learn what winning offers are including you have to understand them well enough to educate your client on it and then if they decide to implement it in their offer you have to know how to execute it in the contract so yeah exactly no definitely um okay that was a good answer uh, let's see. Any fun projects in the world? Uh, other small businesses you're wanting to start, etc. Um, well, I guess we could say that Jesse and I both are have been working on something over the last little while. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to definitely be rolling out different courses and um, options for agents to be able to learn from us mm-hmm. even more. Yeah. So that's something that we're working on. Um, that'll be definitely be a, a whole nother business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why we're, we're just not quite there yet with yeah. the podcast and real estate the way that it is. <clears throat> Excuse me, as crazy as it's been, you know, we're, we're working on it. We're, we've actually been talking like we need another weekend getaway yeah. <laughs> so that we can focus and, de- you know, take that time to really, really do that and dive in. Yeah, um, definitely. Like I think a big focus this year is growing the main villain co-group um as well as like of course continuing the podcast and growing our audience here on the podcast but yeah just like you said I think we you know we want to we want to launch some courses and stuff because I mean the podcast is great but it'd be nice for people to have something in their actual possession that they can that's deeper do over and over yeah yeah so that's something that we're working on, but Jesse and I are serial entrepreneurs and we already have our hands in <laughs> several businesses as yeah. it is right now. So, um, you know, we're focusing on those and they're all still relatively new baby businesses. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's where we're at. Main Villain Co., our real estate sales and, and socially, socially modern. modern. Yep. Those are our, our primary <laughs> businesses right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, this one's actually for directed at me specifically. So Jesse, do you ever see yourself starting your own team? Uh, this is such a good question and it kind of just goes along with what we were talking about. Um, I don't see myself detaching from the main villain co brand and group. Um, I think 
I, I, I don't think there's a need for me to ever leave or detach it's, from it. When you understand the model, then it makes sense. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> what EXP offers and things and, and what Main Villain Co. offers in conjunction with that, I think... I can, I still have the ability to like bring people into the group and serve as their mentor and help them and coach them along and things like that while still being part of the main villain co brand. Yeah. Yeah. Umbrella under the EXP umbrella as well. So I don't think there's really a need to do that. Plus I feel like I, I have a, a good hand in kind of in trainings and like I'm seen as a leader on the main villain co team. And so I don't think there's really a need for me to leave. That's so good to know. Thanks for <laughs> answering that question, Jesse. <laughs> I know you were dying to know. Oh man. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that, you know, we have always said we're we're the end team team. We're not yeah. really it's more like Jesse says it best. It's much more so like an affiliate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, you know, I always say you're you're within the main villain co umbrella. You don't have to use main villain co. Um, if you don't want to, mm-hmm. but use it for, to your advantage yeah. and, um, for what it is and what we've been growing. And Jesse's had a very heavy hand in a lot of things. I mean, villain co. Yeah. <laughs> so I just like being able to honestly, like just be an individual, but mm-hmm. also be part of a team. Yeah. Like When I left my first real estate team and joined the local brokerage here before we met, I felt like I could get by with creating my own systems. Like we've talked about my Google spreadsheet and my calendar and all of that stuff. I felt like I could get by with all of that on my own and then just hire a mentor for my first handful of transactions just to get me through those processes. Because once I was through them, I figured I could, you know, be on my own and be just fine. But like creating marketing materials, like with Canva, like that came pretty naturally to me. My own systems came pretty naturally to me. So I just, I love that I can still basically do that within Main Villain Co. And there's no requirements. Like I can brand myself with like my black and white and green and like you, obviously the main villain co-brand and your brand is, is the very, you know, neutral pastel-y blushes and stuff, but like, we're just part of the same group, but I don't know. I just, Everybody I love that. their own being. And that's like everything that you could imagine that you dislike about teams. We are the opposite. <laughs> yeah. The unteam team. The I mean, it really team. is the yeah. unteam team. Like you can be an individual You can show up to every event and every training, or you can decide not to like, that's your prerogative. And it's ultimately the success of your business is up to you. It's It's not up to anybody else. And it, yeah, I don't know. We just, (laughs) this turned into a big, like we love main villain co. I know, I know, (laughs) but it's relevant. It is. It totally is. And if you're curious about it, shameless plug, you can always ask me or Jesse. Yeah. Send us a DM. Um, I like this one. How do you decompress after a stressful work day? Oh, I usually do pour myself a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> if it's extra, if it's very, very stressful, that's something that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I typically like to 
just like set my phone down, um, cook dinner. I'm totally one of those people that likes to like clean up before I can relax. Mm -hmm. So if I can like tidy something or make something organized and my kitchen looks pretty, Mm -hmm. then I like to just sit down and like chill. Yeah. (laughs) After that. Yeah. That makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm similar for me. It's definitely like turning on the office or whatever show I'm rewatching for the thousandth time. Something like <laughs> you that. You know, yeah, the I know office, you do. the office parks and rec shits Creek, how I met your mother, like the list goes on. But yeah, that's, that's how I decompress because if I can get my brain away from whatever was stressful, then I feel like I can let it go. And yeah. so for me, those shows are, I, I, they distract me from that. And so if I'm like having a rough day or, I'm just like decompressing, like we said. I I really do like to just turn on those shows and put my phone away. I I try not to just like mindlessly scroll social media when I'm, you know, doing that. So All right, guys. Well, we love that you've asked us all these questions. We're definitely gonna do this, you know, every so often. Yes. So we love Q and A's. When you have questions, watch out for that question box. Yes. For sure. I will uh, put it out more in advance next time too. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate you being here week after week. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram. Our podcast is at socially modern and mine is at Miss Jessie Lockhart. Stephanie's is at Hey Stephanie Mainville. Make sure that you tag us when you're listening to the episode and we will catch you guys next week. All right. Bye.